Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. With regard to software and technology, this cycles back to what we talked about at the beginning. That investment is going to pay you back those dividends tenfold if those people know the software, they're moving together as a team in the software, doing the things that they need to, and making your business be successful. Welcome to Rocket Your Business for Trade Contractors. This podcast is designed to help trade contractors run their businesses more efficiently and profitably by eliminating chaos and discovering new growth opportunities. Learn from experts in the trades how to rocket your business to the next level. Welcome to Rocket Your Business for Trade Contractors. I'm Chris Shank. I'm the Education and Engagement Lead here at Estimate Rocket. And with us, we have Fred Kulik the customer success lead at Estimate Rocket. We are going to be talking about training, how necessary it is for your company, and why it's so hard for companies to plan training for their employees throughout the year. It is very difficult for some companies who aren't used to it. If you're used to it, you're one of the few, and that is if you're doing it right. Some people are doing it, but haphazardly. We believe that you need to be as intelligent about learning as you were about starting your business, as you are about the technical matter of your trade. You have got to be invested in the learning process because you did not come into this business knowing everything. You did not come into this business, even if you knew how to run a business or you learn, knowing how to grow it to the next level. You're going to need to learn for that. Same for your employees. They come in only with a certain amount of information and they have to grow from there. And the only way you grow to do more is learning more. So anybody who is getting better at anything has to be a good learner and learners have to practice learning. It's gotta be a lifelong effort. So you'll hear my passion on it because I'm the education guy. I believe in learning and development. I help build systems for companies. We're gonna talk with Fred Kulik about how that looks for a software company that's trying to provide training for trade companies. It's a little difficult at times, but we have lots of options. Hey, check out our user conference coming up January 18th through 19th if you're an Estimate Rocket user, or if you're thinking about becoming an Estimate Rocket user, let us know, we'll get you there. Registration is in the show notes. And now here's Fred. Hey, Fred, welcome to Rocket Your Business for Trade Contractors. I'm glad to be here. We know that you, well, we know here at Estimate Rocket, maybe not everybody knows, and we introduce you maybe a couple times a year on this podcast, but let me just introduce you again. You are the guy that runs customer success here at Estimate Rocket. You interact with a lot of contractors every day, and throughout the year, you gain a lot of perspective on what kind of questions are being asked, uh, what the big problems are that people are coming to us with what kind of problems we end up solving for a lot of people. Uh, and and I think just general insight into what, what's happening in the, in the economy. I mean, you hear from a, enough people, enough contractors, you kind of have a sense of what's going on out there. So I love bringing you on and talking to you about stuff. And we're going to be talking about training. You're involved in obviously a lot of training. Sometimes what I do here is I'll kind of create a platform, uh, kind of a, a way to host a training 
but it's it's you guys coming in and doing a lot of that training. Uh, so we want to talk about that. Um, and I have a question about how important training is, but I just want to bring up something real quick. Um, a line that I love is from a Dr. Seuss book, Oh, the Places You'll Go. And it's a great graduation gift. We see that re-gifted again and again, I'm sure. But uh, there's a line in there about if basically the more you learn, the more places you'll go. And I think that connection in my mind is really strong. The more a person can learn, the more they can do, the more places they'll go. And that's really true, I think, for contractors who a lot of contractors are coming into the business. Maybe they know a technical part of a trade. Maybe they know how to paint or they know how to roof or they know how to whatever it is. And they and they think I could run a business, but there's so much that you don't know that you're going to have to learn about running a business. You don't bring that with you. So your ability to be a successful business owner or to later on scale your business is directly proportional to your ability to learn and grow. Do you think that's fair, by the way? Do you think that that we see that with contractors? It, it is It is absolutely true, is that people, people come in and they maybe have the skills per what you said. Also, it could be that they have the equipment. You know, we see that with concrete lifting a lot, where somebody's got the equipment and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go, you know, I've done it for years, I'm going to go get the equipment, and then I'm going to run my own business. So yeah, that, that's absolutely right. So the, but I, that's an interesting, I didn't think about that. Some people are like, I'm ready. Some people think they're ready because I'm like, they're like, I'm ready to make money for myself, but it could be as simple as I got the equipment. I got the stuff to do it. You know, I knew somebody that was starting a painting stripe business or stripe painting or whatever, you know, like for yep. parking lots and whatnot. And literally they had um, through, through business succession, they had a van Suddenly, you know, they had the van, they had all the equipment, they had clientele, the guy who had started it was retiring. And all of a sudden, they, they just had everything they need. And, and they thought, wow, I could run a business. Look, I got everything I need. But this person didn't last a year in business because running a business is not having the equipment, you know. But you make a really good point there. I, I hadn't thought about that. And Chris, another thing is, is that we are we are right now in an era where there's a lot of there's a lot of baby boomers that are re reaching the age that they want to retire. So they're anxious to sell their businesses. And so somebody that may have worked for them or maybe just, you know, uh, knows a friend of a friend might be like, oh, yeah, I could do I could do parking lot striping. Right. Easy, easy enough. Right. But it's the, the equipment, then the business knowledge and, and right. applying the business knowledge is the key part to all of this. Right. We find something interesting as people are learning software that helps you run a business, that if people don't come with the requisite knowledge of how to run a business, we've got to teach them along with running software, how to run a business. Because it may, you know, since our software does its end to end, uh, it does total business management that includes invoicing and deep reports and all that stuff. It, you may think like, oh, I just need to know how to estimate. You get in, you learn how to use 20% of our software, but the job management pieces, all the the deep scheduling, um, you know, when it comes down to things like production rates or refining your process for estimating, you know, invoicing process, CRM, customer relationship management, those things, all of a sudden you say, oh, I know it does that. I just don't know exactly what 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 that is, how to do that in my company. So don't we find ourselves a lot of times saying, well, Here's what you need to know about customer relationship management, staying in touch with people, the importance of follow-ups, you know, 
you guys probably do that all the time, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, the, the big part of our job is it's it's all about customer success. And customer success is not just estimating and not just scheduling estimates and scheduling work orders. Customer success is how do I run how do I run this business? Why does that part of the software matter to me? Well, here's why it should matter. So we have to give them advice on best practices and why certain things should matter to them. So you were just a few pieces of equipment short of starting a trade business. You got the business management stuff down probably. <laughs> you know, good yeah. estimating and business management technology and software. Now you just need all the other trades. So anyway, you're coming from an opposite angle. Well, yeah. okay. Yeah. Good setup to this topic of training, the importance of training. Let me just ask you a few questions here. Do you think enough companies invest in general training for their employees, you know, just throughout the year and why or why not? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great question. I think right now with the economy and this whole, like, okay, I got to get things done with as little as I can. I think that that um, kind of washes away people's like, okay, I don't, I don't have time for training. You know, I don't have the resources to do that, but the really important part is investment. And it's like, it goes back to that whole lesson of the, um, you know, basically the compound interest that you get on an investment. And it brings me back to like this thing that, um, you know, I, I was sitting with my family um, one, one holiday season and my dad said, hey, I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to give you this much money every Christmas. And then he said, well, I'm going to give you this much money every Christmas, but I'm going to double it. So I'm going to start with this and I'm going to double it. And so that like that whole investment and that in my brother was like a big econ guy and he got out a scrap paper and he's writing down double it. And, you know, you go, you go, you go. And 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 you see what that returns after time. And so it's really critical for people to understand that, yeah, you're investing things and you're investing time, but that's going to really pay off after you know, a fixed amount of time. It may, you know, may not be a fixed amount of time, but just over time, that's really going to pay you off a lot of dividends later because you're investing the time. Now you're going to have well-educated employees. Those employees are, have bought into, you know, the way that you're doing things. And then your business is just going to become so like streamlined and just flowing easily that it's going to be like, Oh, that was, I, I can't believe that I almost didn't invest in that. Because look at the returns that I'm getting now. Yeah. Investment. Yeah. That's an interesting concept to work with, with training, because, you know, a lot of business owners, as they start making more money, they are thinking about retirement investments and things like that. And so it should be a principle that could, could come natural, but maybe people don't see the connection between training and investment. But I think you're absolutely right. The payoff, yep. it pays off in all kinds of different ways. Um, and I just, I just think contractors and, and business owners and leadership in general has a hard time making those connections to the payoff from their investments. But I, I agree. It's huge. So when we're talking about general training, maybe there's, there's not enough maybe, but let's talk specifically about software and technology training. Why is that harder to carve out time for, even though it may be a more powerful multiplier of your investment? A lot of what, what I see um, as re, is I see people pushing back on getting training. And, and so let's say that, you, you know, I, I see a team that comes in for training and, you know, there's people that are just like, no, I'm, I know how to do it better than you. And so that it, it's, you know, you carve out the time, 
but you have a team that's not cooperative, you know, that's like, oh, no, I know I'm smarter than you are. And so it becomes difficult because you're carving out time, but you're getting pushed back at the same time. So carving out the time is critical, but also the fact that your team is embracing what you want them to do, that's critical as well. Because there's so so often now I see like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it that way. And it, it goes back to one of the one of the examples of that compounding interest is that we we had a huge landscaping customer who trained his team. His team was super receptive uh, and they had like a five or six salesperson team. And when they trained on Estimate Rocket and they got all of these guys that came from different areas popping into Estimate Rocket and they might have like presented their proposals differently. When they got everybody, you know, with the proposals presented exactly the same way, their business just took off Hmm. because everybody was like, wow, those 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 are great looking proposals. And 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 it just it multiplied the business and the business became huge Hmm. because the salespeople Although coming from different backgrounds, they said, you know what, this is, these are, these look great. These are great looking proposals and that it made the business grow. So, mm-hmm. you know, having people that are receptive is huge as well with regard to the software and technology training It's like, you know, you get some young guy that's like, oh no, I know everything, but you know, okay, I get it. And we'll let you implement some of the things that you know, but if we could do it this way for a little while, it's going to help with our um, consistency and help with our overall business. Yeah, that's good. And that's interesting. You guys get pushed back again. This is such good insight for people who don't see it from this other side often, because we're talking about no matter what software you use and we're not pushing estimate rocket here. We are truly saying that, Hey, look, we're seeing something that everybody should be very aware of in leadership because it could be hurting your company or your team culture, which hurts your profit, you know, um, and that we're seeing people who aren't really happy with learning, aren't really committed to the whole process and teams may not be pulling in the same direction. As you were talking though, that feeling of pulling in different directions, I had this, sometimes I'll have this little feeling like, I know that feeling where, where do I, have I recently experienced that? And I was, um, helping to move some furniture and, um, and very simply, uh, you know, I've, I, you've helped move before where it was very arduous, and exhausting. And it felt like it took all day, but sometimes there are times like this, this recently for me where I was helping to move something and I felt like I didn't hardly do anything, but I was involved in moving a lot of pieces, but the people, the person and the people that I was moving with were moving together. We were very similar in what we were able to do and carry. We kind of proportioned the weight well, and it felt like at times I would remember saying like, am I carrying enough? Are you like, do you have the heavier side, you know, but when you're doing all you can and somebody else is doing all they can and you're moving in the right direction together and you're coordinating efforts correctly, it, there's nothing like the synergy that happens when teams are moving together. And I think we, we discount how badly teams operate when they're not pulling together. I don't think we fully appreciate the disaster that a team or company could be when people are doing different things at different times and having different ideas. But when you're talking about, yeah, you bring in estimators, you bring in people that do job management and they are on one system, they've learned it, they're committed to it and they're pulling in the same direction and everybody's doing the same thing. You look great to the outside customer. You look good to your team. I just, I hate seeing people that don't fully appreciate the power of a team pulling together. 
I, I have been in sessions where where every everybody you know you uh, a, a team type session that everybody's you know the the questions that come in complement previous questions or previous discussions and that's great because the team continues to move forward and and play off of things that the other team members have for questions. So to your point, they're pulling in the same direction. Okay, and that's the important thing. But I also see examples of, okay, here's a team training. And, um, you know, one guy jumps in with to derail the whole situation with, uh, with the technical support question. Mm. And we answer technical support things, but we want to coach teams. We don't want to say, we don't want to have to answer questions about, why your eight-year-old phone does a certain thing when you do a certain thing, because it's like, yeah, dude, you got an eight-year-old phone, upgrade the damn phone so that things work right. <laughs> you know, so it's a little bit like you derailed for what to tell me that you have an eight-year-old phone. It's like, okay, right. please pull it together with the team and don't distract <laughs> us because I got four other people in this meeting that are probably giggling now because you have an eight-year-old phone that's not working, you know, that's doing certain things like backwards yeah. But let's help the other people in this meeting learn some things and move forward. And, and one of the other things that happens is when people derail like that, then you got four other people that have to schedule another hour the following week. Right. So and who, who wants, wants that? that? It's yeah. like make the team pull together. If you want to ask a support question, and especially if, if, if a trainer, one of our customer success people doesn't handle that so well, like I always handle it well, I say, you know what, listen. I'll listen to your technical questions at the end, but I want to help your team move forward now. So let's move the team forward. Let's get on the same page. Let's move forward. And I'll give you, you know, as much time as you want at the end where other people can move on to ask your technical questions about your eight-year-old phone. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You're filling the eight-year-old phone. Hey, you know what? My just for anybody listening, I I'm sure my phone is eight years old, but I'm also not running. Uh, big technology on it. It's uh, I, I do that mostly on my laptop. But <laughs> the point is, is uh, disruption. I think you know training is hard enough. If people aren't pulling together, and and you're being disrupted constantly by concerns of people who aren't on the same page, the setback. Like you said, they may have to schedule it for next week. But if they didn't have anything, if they didn't get anything done, or they felt like they didn't get enough done, how serious do you think they're going? Anybody's going to be next week? And then what about the week after? It only takes yep. small disruptions in, in a team to really um, kind of set you back really far and to discourage you from even learning. So getting everybody together, moving in the right di direction, taking training seriously at every session, it's going to be super important because lost time is lost will. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. That's good. Ooh. I got to take a moment here. <laughs> So motivation is everything in a company, right? I mean, team motivation. Every leader knows how important team motivation, but lost time is lost motivation. Okay, well, that's good stuff. Stuff you're seeing on the front lines. Let's just get to some solutions here. What are a few simple steps a company can do to do better at training their employees in general and specifically maybe for software? Yeah, yeah. Th those are some great questions. Now, I, I wasn't always working in the IT world, you know, in customer success like this, is I used to work in the chemistry world. Okay, oh. the chemistry world has a lot of risks. So general training for staff, there's there's risks involved in doing any job. You think about OSHA, you think about just having, you know, having training for people to, you know, slip and fall. If somebody's on a roof, you don't want them to fall off the roof, right? So that your staff remains intact 
so that you can get the job done. So that general kind of training, that's super important just from the perspective of keeping your staff healthy and therefore keeping your projects moving forward. Critical. And, I, and it's a little bit of a twist on the fact that, okay, I come from a lab scenario where you, you, know, you have to know not to drink the acid, right? Because that's going to hurt you. Great. Um, but that's, that's important in, in everyday things. And some of the things might be kind of overblown, but you, know, you don't want to have some guy driving a forklift around that really doesn't have the forklift training because there's going to be some problems there, right? Um, anyway, so that's the, that's the general training is like, make sure that your workplace is safe because your employees being safe is going to help those employees stay on the job help those employees get the job done. And then with regard to software and technology, it this cycles back to what we talked about at the beginning. We talked about that investment. That investment is going to pay you back those dividends tenfold if those people know the software, they're moving together as a team in the software, doing the things that they need to and making your business be successful. Yeah, right. And do you see when people start wanting to make that change in that investment, what are, do they like say, Oh, the first thing we're going to do to make that happen is blank. Would it be things like, yeah, I'm just wondering about some of the baby steps that some companies take that put them in the right direction. Like for one, maybe some of them don't even have scheduled training. Like they don't even have anything on the calendar for it. Like would even a once or twice a year thing on the calendar help? Would it be helpful if a new employee came in and and they had like, hey, for the next four weeks, you're going to get trained on Estimate Rocket or whatever system they have. Like, you're going to take an hour out of your week and we're paying for this for you. Do you see baby steps like that that seem to be consistent with different companies? Absolutely. So so per, per what you just said is I think new employee training. OK, you're new employee. You might have been using a different software. This is how to new use the new software, that that kind of dedication in the early parts of um, of, a, of an employee starting at a company, as well as for the existing employees, because, you know, like you, employees, that's a big, that's a big group of people and they talk around the cooler or around the paint can or whatever. And so if they, you know, they, oh, they dedicated two weeks of training to you. Damn, I've been here for two, three years. I wish that they dedicate some training to me. So having both, I think taking care of your existing employees, it's as important as taking care of your new employees, because it's a great point is the existing employees. They want to feel the love too. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, you know, we, so every technology company or whatever tool you're using in a company they they should have some kind of training throughout the year that you could just be like, Hey, there's one, we're going to sign employees to it. You don't have to come up with this stuff out of thin air. Um, I know we've mentioned, and we're going to mention again that we have, um, a accelerated team training that's once a year. Ours is happening January 18th through 19th. It's two afternoons. I mean, at the very least, why don't you say like, get people to the once a year thing. If there is a once a year, you can learn all the updates, bring all your new employees to it. Um, we'll put that in the show notes, but I think it's, it's, everybody should be telling you. I mean, we are constantly hounding people. <laughs> I know when you guys come up with the training, we're sending that out. Like, Hey, we got this new thing get your employees to it. You want, cause we want people successful with our product, with our service that we provide, just like, you know, when you go out and, and provide service to a business or a home as a, you know, the, the listeners to this podcast, when you go out and provide some service, you're wanting them to get the most out of that because when they do, and they're really happy, that's a repeat customer and repeat business is the best kind of business. Um, so 
we want our customers happy. We want them successful. We love hearing that people have grown 30% in the first year and year after year after year, they're continually at growing more. But if you're not successful, we, to some degree, feel unsuccessful. So, you know, we're trying to, as a company saying, Hey, we got all this training. All you have to do is just sign up, get your, get your people there. We'll do it. You know, and we provide that for free um, for in a lot of ways. Now our annual conference, we don't, cause we're trying to get people to invest a little bit. We find that when people invest a little bit, they tend to take it a little bit more seriously, but, but we have so much free training. We're trying to constantly get people there. So I'm just, I want to encourage everybody. If you are using some technology or you're part of something Look to, for the training that they have to help you get better at at doing that. So anyway, we'll put our link in the show notes. Success is money, <laughs> right? I mean, to some degree, if, if you're making more money, you know you're doing something right. So we like that. Um, okay. Well, hey, thanks for being on the podcast. That was awesome. If uh, people are Estimate Rocket users and they're coming for help, I know they're going to know your name and know who you are because you're always involved somewhere you have a team that's answering stuff but when things get escalated it comes to you and a lot of times you're answering the tickets yourself so thanks for being on um, you're a huge help thank you for having me rocket your business for trade contractors is brought to you by estimate rocket makers of the top sales and job management software for contractors manage the chaos and rocket your business to the next level Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.